Hey, what's going on? It's episode 89, Top of the Dude Chain Podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends about us. Let them know the hottest thing to hit the podcast world this week. <laughs> no, man. Ever. So it is uh, technically tomorrow is officially the fall sol- solstice. Solstice. You, know. I, you nailed it. False solstice. The false solstice. False solstice. False solstice. False solstice. Or as they say in Germany, false solstice. Have you seen? Have you seen all the arguments about like how it's still? Everyone's calling it fall, but it's still summer. Have you seen that? That that's what people are say. Yeah, it feels pretty summer. I don't hang out in the kind of circles where people would argue something like that. That's what I'm saying, man. Like to me, y'all bunch of nerds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fall starts when three things happen. First being Labor Day. Yeah. You know, fashion, fall fashion starts on Labor Day. That's oh why you goodness, have the you're going But there. I'm just saying, that's why you have the whole don't wear white after Labor Day. I will. I screwed that up. So, uh, white t-shirt, no. We're, we're talking more about white shoes, yeah. white slacks, white suits. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I generally try not to wear white slacks after Labor Day or before Labor Day, for yeah. that matter. So it mainly women. <laughs> Typically avoid them, and women, unless I'm going to a party at Diddy's house. <laughs> so. Women are more the are more the focus of that. You yeah. Know, you know, but white shoes and white skirts and all that. But white, you know, applies to men somehow. Yeah. Okay. But that's number one. Number Take two. Your word for it. Football starts in the fall. Yes, it's not sir. a summer sport. It's a fall sport. Well. And number three, after Labor Day. See, we start to release all the pumpkin spice. All and the that, pumpkin spice, ladies and gentlemen, is the official start of fall. Yeah, um, hands down, my second favorite. I'm a little sweet. Treat. I'm a little old school, so I'm gonna say I still kind of follow, you know, the harvest type stuff. You know, fall is, you know, when you're kind of collecting the last right. of the summer foods and the fall foods are what you're gonna start getting. Right. So when's that start? I'm guided by my stomach, man. So when's that so, start? Uh, if you go to the grocery store, you're already seeing a few things aren't on the shelves anymore. Things like uh, it's hard to get good strawberries right now, yeah. cherries, things yeah. like that. Um, yeah, that's usually about Labor Day. Yeah, usually you uh, kind of see those. Asparagus things. is uh, starting to go up. Things like that. Are hatch chilies still in season? <laughs> I don't know if they ever go out of season. Nothing. Yeah. I thought they had a, only a very short season. You're gonna get. They you can might only get them like two months a year. They, you know, they might. And um, I think you can only get them from New Mexico. No, yeah. I do believe that's true. Dude, New, yeah. New Mexico chili is like the chilies from there. Yeah, are a league in, of their own. Yeah. yeah, they're hard to cook with though. They have really thick skin. Yeah. Uh, have y'all ever known anybody from New Mexico and, and had their food? I used to live there, man. Okay. Everything they cook has, but I was too, so. you know, the little green chilies in yeah. it just yeah. about. And uh, their green chili stew is, I mean, Dude, hands down, some chili. of the best food you'll ever eat. Dude, they... they uh, we throw it on burgers and all kinds of stuff. But is, honestly, it's the stews and the soups and the things that are made with it that, in my opinion, are the best I have. Right. But they put it... What I'm saying, though, is they put it in the burgers... Yeah. And, and just change the whole dynamic of a hamburger. Yeah. National Cheeseburger Day was last week, too. Yeah, because there's a, there's a lot of, you know, I guess technically any pepper that's a chili pepper is a green chili, but it's the hatch that's a specific yeah. one, right? Is that is that a, is, is the hatch, is that the regional? Is it a region? Is it a type? It, what is that? Can you explain that? Hatch nope. is the name of the town, I think. Is it? Or the, yeah, the, it, or the so city. So it's a region thing. Yeah. yeah it's, I think it's, it's Hatch, New Mexico. Green chilies from Hatch, New Mexico. Because yeah. I had to YouTube how to cook with them. Yeah. Essentially, I, I think most people grill them first before they try to do anything with them. Because, Soften them up? Yeah, because it, it's like twice as thick as your normal chili. Yeah. Okay. Flame roasted Hatch green chili. Let's see here. I'm trying yeah. to find Because the majority of the recipes were were grilled. Yeah. And, and that's probably true. Have you ever uh, um, cooked with uh, tomatillas or made like the salsa? Mm-mm. Um, our garden, okay, so we bought a house that already had a garden. And that was one of the things that grew there. And in fact, unfortunately, because I had to paint the house and I had to do a bunch of other stuff, the garden was just kind of last on my list. And um, we didn't really harvest anything out of it like we should have. But a lot of it we didn't know what to do with it. I don't know what to do with an eggplant. And so they didn't get eaten. 
Um, the okra, we need to get out there and pick the okra. Some of it got uh, okra. If it grows too long, it gets I guess kind of thick and hard. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, um, there's some fresher ones that are still growing off the stalks. I'm gonna try to get those and get the okra eaten. But, um, but yeah, that you know they had some some little peppers that were pretty good. They weren't spicy at all. Uh, and then uh, the tomatillas, and that's one thing I I had no clue what to do with them. I don't even know what it is. It's like it's, a green tomato. Yeah, it's like a oh, weird really? little green yeah. tomato, it, but it grows in like this little um, papery like husk, like salsa verde. And mm-hmm. then that's the main ingredient. It, oh, really? Verde. It, it grows. It grows like a little like in a little papery type husk, and then all of a sudden that husk starts to break, and you see this little green tomato inside of it. Yeah. And uh, anyways, you yeah, and I think you roast those yeah. and then make Dude, and then you, make the salsa out of it, and it's. By far the I'm best a, sa- uh, salsa topping for anything. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the big like salsa guru as far as making it goes. Yeah, but everything I've heard <clears throat> from people who make legitimate salsa yeah. is you you roast and and grill. You roast and grill the, the, the peppers and everything. Yeah, yeah, and then blend it. Yeah, and then blend it, and you'll see um, the black specks in yeah. good homemade salsa. Yeah. You'll see the black specks that, in it from the from yeah. the from the grilled burn yeah, part. Yeah, that smoky flavor is, is yeah. what you get in it. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Hatch, New Mexico is, is okay. The, me, hey, you want to know? Got me feeling hungry, guys. Yeah, you want you want to know five interesting facts about Hatch chilies? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, it, they're from Hatch, New Mexico, which right. we already discussed. Already knew that one. Ding dong. Uh, they're super versatile ingredient. Oh, that's not a number. Uh, uh, I mean, they come in a number of varieties. They were stretching to find five yeah, things, weren't are not, they? They offer an ideal balance between heat and sweetness. Uh, That's the top five list. Oh, not even what's? The, I think the list could be a top two list. Well, that, yeah, that it's a I, good balance of I, sweet I think, and heat. I promise, and it only, comes from Hatch, New Mexico. I swear, I, I read think, that uh, they're only available for I'm two sorry. months a year, and they need to be grilled before they're used See, in a, anything. That, more, that would be yeah. a good one. Those are more interesting. <laughs> yeah, if that's Max, true. Yeah, if it's true. Yeah, that's that. Max Bonham. Hey, Max Bonham. Who's that? Uh, the guy who wrote this top five list. Yeah, he needs to retire. Yeah. He just writes top five lists so people will click on them. Yeah. That was is that not the most clickable thing in the world is a list? Oh, I'll hit Man, a top I five s- and top ten list I real bad. I skip them because, you know, when they show up on Facebook, you have to go through all the rigmarole just to get to the next slide. Well, what I do is, um, what always ends me up on them is I'm looking for something. I'm going to know, okay, you know, like I need a pair of... Uh, of, of garden shears, you know, and I'm wanting them for this type of bush. So I'm like, what's the best one for this type of bush? And then all of a sudden, it's just all these lists. So you have to find the one, okay, well, which one comes from a source that seems like they might know? You know? Oh, so yeah. usually, usually if it's a magazine like Popular who, Mechanics or Home and Garden or something like that, I'll take their list. I'll tell you who it's not, Max Bonham. Yeah. yeah. See, you can't just go with some clown that's yeah. not affiliated with anything. Yeah, he... Uh, Climbs to the top of the Google ranks when you type in uh, well, Hatch cause, Chili's. Because he knows how to do that. Right above their Wikipedia page. So, right above their Wikipedia page. That's terrible, uh-huh. isn't it? I think we need to get Max That's, Bonham on the how, show. How, <laughs> how lost is everybody on the internet? I mean, think about it. I, they're, they're on this crazy, you know, web, you know, of say, call it like a road system. And they're just out there wandering around. Well, you know how it started, right? <laughs> the internet? Yeah. It was, it was essentially a few people wanted to communicate and share files through their computers, so they essentially set up... Yeah, a, that's what Al and the other guys were wanting to do. Al Gore? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, When that's he invented it, he was like, here's I got this thing. idea. Here is the... Here is the, the he's, I don't know if it's ironic. This kind of interesting thing about the guys who created the internet... Yeah. Didn't, real, didn't realize it was going to be this big. Yeah. And when they realized it was going to be this big, kept it free. They thought the flow of information, this would be, and it obviously has been, yeah, monumental in the flow of information, and they didn't want anyone to, to take advantage of it, so they, they just created it and gave it out there to everybody to, yeah, some good dudes, man. Those are some guys you should get on the internet. Yeah, I mean, dude, you created the internet, yeah, the most viable source of information known to man today. Yeah, <laughs> kind of dumb, but yeah. I mean, but how rich would you be if you could have charged for the internet? Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's 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 a network. I mean, you could technically create another one if you thought it would be more popular and would get more traffic. Yeah, no, you're right. So it's just not not gonna happen. Yeah. Um. So man, you got me off of we were talking about food, and I had a great segue into a question I wanted to ask you guys, and then Segway. you take off on some stinking internet <laughs> thing. 
<laughs> no. I just asked the question, man. Okay, back to food. Where do you keep your butter? Fridge. All right. And do you use butter or margarine? Uh, usually butter, but... Butter. Yeah. Okay. We have stick butter, too. Stick butter, and you keep it on the counter. That's where it belongs. That's where you keep it. It will change your life. It is so much better, man. It is so... Butter at stick room temperature. Butter? Yeah. Stick butter at room Our temperature is what about absolutely butter? fantastic. What about tub butter? Can, you can't even do that. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you could do tub butter that way, I'm sure. But I know it's. I know it makes it way more spreadable. Other than well, that, I don't you, know what the purpose is. What I'm is. getting at, you don't even need tub butter because, in my opinion, tub butter doesn't spread worth a darn anyways. And you have to leave tub butter out and let it get room temperature before it will. thing is, is your butter's not going to go bad on the counter. It's going to actually stay at a perfect temperature. And anytime you want a little bit of butter, you just go over there and you get a little bit and you spread it on. I think it's called a dollop. Mm, that's what they do with sour it's cream. It's called a pad. A pad. Yeah. It's a pad of butter. Oh, a pad yeah. of butter. Yeah. So, anyways, we've been uh, we've been keeping our butter on the uh, counter for uh, about a month now, um, and we've gone through a couple sticks of butter just using it for toast and whatnot. Well, we went and got some of that Kerrygold butter, the Irish. Um, yeah, the good butter. butter. It's yeah. it's a little more expensive, and we got the salted. It's bougie. And uh, and it, it's whatever whatever it is. It's pretty good. <laughs> Dude, but, my uh, mom. but uh, so I kept, I kept put it on the counter and Brittany made some uh, Brittany made some banana bread. And I was like, you know what? The banana bread, it's it's not super dry, but it's been in the fridge. So, you know, you it start, it's it? starting to dry. Yeah. Oh, so it's starting nice. to dry. It's starting to dry a little bit because it's been in the fridge. And I was like, well, you know what? I'll just soften it up with a little bit of butter. And I went to kind of touch the knife to the butter thinking, you know, I'll get where I want it. And do the knife just fell through it. I was like, well, I guess that's how much butter I'm getting. So I just scraped that off. And man, it was perfect. It spread on there, and it just soaked into the bread. Have you ever used the Delicious. sweet cream butter? Um, it's phenomenal. My I'll mom, try it. My mom imports a butter from butter's France. good. You don't want to use butter so much that it's unhealthy, obviously. But a little bit of butter is not unhealthy. It's actually so, good for it's you. It's got a lot of amino acids. Dude, my mother in law yeah. puts butter in her refried beans. And yeah, it, uh, yeah, changes everything. I know it was real popular last year. People were putting that, like they put like a little pat of butter on their coffee because it was supposed to be healthy. Yeah, keto. Yeah, I can't do that, I don't think. I I, I, I could try it, it I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I put I put Splenda in it as well, Splenda yeah, or Stevia. Splenda. So. I drink coffee black though. I don't put anything yeah. in it. I'll tell you this, man. <clears throat> I get an iced americano from uh Yes, we know. From Starbucks. <laughs> but they release their Pumpkin spice foam. So you're a pumpkin all the way oh, spice guy, huh? Dude, you're it is, a very it is. white girl. <laughs> that, I, mean, that, <laughs> I said that. But I've actually said that before on this podcast. That yeah. when it comes to pumpkin spice, I'm a uh, middle aged white woman. You just, uh, <laughs> you just you ask for a little extra pumpkin whip and sit down and watch your Downton Abbey. Hey, hey, he shows up in a pair of jogging pants that say "juicy" on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> If it gets me pumpkin spice <laughs> for I'm free. Down for it. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. Behind chocolate, oh. I mean, not that, I mean, I look forward to pumpkin spice. Yeah, every year. Do you two hand hold it to keep you warm? I got a uh, pumpkin spice candle. Yeah, and that uh, I'll eat the pumpkin bread. I eat pumpkin pie. Yeah, pumpkin spice, whatever. Pumpkin's good. Yeah, it's great. So my favorite room in our house right now is um, is. So we've got the two uh, bedrooms in the back with a bathroom between them, you know, typical house design. Right. And that bathroom is my new favorite room in the house because we have, we don't like candles. We just open them up and let the aroma kind of fill the room. Uh, I don't like burning anything. Uh, the, the soot and the smoke from it, it actually doesn't smell good to me. A candle smells better just either in a warmer or just sitting out. Well, we've got this candle that Brittany got somewhere and, uh, it's one of those that's supposed to be like kind of like a spa type candle, like the smell's supposed to be, yeah, you know, therapeutic or whatever. So it's got like spearmint and something else in it. That is the best smell in the whole house. And we hardly ever go in that bathroom, so it just smells like that candle as soon as you walk in. Favorite room in the house right now. <laughs> now, Josie gets a little older and quits pooping in her pants, you know, bathroom's, you know, probably going to be wrecked. And I'll, I'll never have that serenity. Like this, man. <laughs> those little girls got some interesting bowel movements. <laughs> Well, and you know, we're going to have two because we've got one due in February. I don't know if it's going to be a boy or a girl, but either way, two kids are going to wreck a bathroom no matter what they are. That's no lie. So even if it's just leaving wet laundry in there and making it smell like a, you know, a soggy towel, it's it's just not going to smell like it does right now, which is fantastic. That is true. (laughs) That is true. I saw Rambo Friday. 
Really? Yeah. See, we went and watched it. See, I'm not a big fan of those movies. Yeah, I've never. I didn't. I'm, I don't like any Stephen King stuff. Yeah, I'm not a big horror guy anyway. Yeah, horror. 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 The horror. horror. I, saw, I went. I don't saw, like the horror. I went and saw Saw at the rec- recommendation of somebody. Yeah, and was just like, no. You know why I couldn't do Saw? Um, torture just is too much for me. Mm-hmm. I because the, as, I don't have the patience for it. Basically, I would do something to get me killed immediately because i would just lose patience like okay so if i just take off running that way this thing's gonna rip my head off cool yeah you know i'm not like sitting that guy there they covered in that <laughs> flammable i cannot grease. stand i cannot stand the tension of of those movies uh so i'm just like you know what y'all just have to kill me because i ain't got the patience for this yeah. and i'm definitely not doing what you want me to do to live i would rather die then give you what you want. Yeah. So uh, that's just kind of a crazy attitude of mine. Yeah. Anyway, like I said, I'm not a big horror movie fan, but uh, I watched me some Rambo. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the best one. Well, okay. So, um, you know, I listen to ESPN radio a lot. And uh, the Dan Levitard show is one of those shows that, man, it's either good or bad. It, you, I either turn it off right away because it's just not going anywhere or the jokes aren't falling on me, you know, right? right. Or it's hilarious and I just jump on the ride with them because that's all it is. They basically start the show off and try to find something to rail on. And then they just, once they get on whatever is making them laugh, they just stay on it. They and rail on Rambo? No, 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 no. What they talked about was the crazy gulf that was between the reviewers and what they said about Rambo and what the fans said. Oh, that's but that's a ton <laughs> Cause, of movies. Because the people, the people that went to it to actually critique it, they're just, and I mean, they're using, you know, the best language they can come up with to tell you how terrible this is and on all the levels that it's terrible. And they're calling it all these different things and using all these catchphrases of what it represents and what it is. And, and they're really making a much ado about nothing. Because it's an action flick, man. They weren't yeah. trying to make a film. but So they're just going off on how, how just awful it is and just a slap in the face to cinema and just talking about how terrible it is. And then you get the fans, and they're just like, yes. <laughs> and what's funny is some of the things that the reviewers were saying, it's like, okay, I know this is supposed to be a negative review, but him talking about how all it is is, you know, like uh, one guy said that it has to be the last blood because there's no more blood left. It was like, yeah, that's actually a positive thing, man, because yeah. I'm going to it to see a slaughter because it's just stupid. That, and that's my. And that's all Rambo is at this point. The you know, last, it's, the, now the last one. Now, did you see the last one, Rambo 4? The one where he's like uh, in South America or Colombia or something? He's in Burma getting missionaries out. Yeah. yeah. He takes the missionaries in and then he's got to get them out with the mercenaries. Yeah. And like. And he gets on that boat and he mows them all down. Yeah. Well, like, he gets on And he's just ripping truck. them in half. Yeah. yeah. I mean the, the it's great cinema. If you if you're going <laughs> if you if you're trying to hold Last Blood to the standard of Carnage, yeah, and four you're going to be highly disappointed. So it's not as bloody as four. No, but there is some. Like four, I just I just felt like the dudes were exploding in like mists of blood. <laughs> yeah, right? It was very Tarantino, man. <laughs> this one is very like. I think he did more of a better job of how you would really look if you got if blasted. A, if a pitchfork went across your face at seventy miles an hour, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it would really look like. Not your head exploding, oh. but like you had. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's 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 one of those. Dude, there's there's one part. I usually like I understand that it's just a movie, so it's kind of like yeah. you know whatever. But there was one part where I'm just like. I'm, I'm kind of looking <laughs> at the screen like this. I mean, he, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I can tell you what it is. It's not. It's not I'll a probably, spoiler. Well, I'll probably watch it. I mean, just because it's Rambo, and yeah. I'll prepare you know. it for you. He breaks a dude's collarbone with the back butt end of his knife. Oh yeah, and then he reaches in and grabs his collarbone out. Oh, and then breaks it with his hand. Oh wow! And you're just like, oh. I mean, it made me like cringe. <laughs> like you're just sitting there, like I felt. I, I honestly felt my collarbone. You felt your collarbone start, collar to, bone pulse start to pulse a little, a little, bit, a little like, bit. Yeah, like some sympathy pain for that dude's <laughs> collar. 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh. Yeah, got the ghost pains. But he's just like, you know, he's like, tell me what's yours. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, ah. Oh. Oh, but it was man. good. I mean, like I said, it, it was more of an homage to, to, uh, 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 First Blood. And oh, it was, was it? Very similar to that. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, because, you know, the first one is obviously, you know, when it came out, it just kind of, kind of created a new action film that was something you could really get behind because, you know, there was a great story yeah. and, you know, the whole, like, him using guerrilla warfare in the woods of Oregon mm-hmm. uh, and all was, you know, just, it was really cool for an action movie to do that and all. Yep. And the fact that they didn't try to do karate like Billy Jack or Chuck Norris or anything else like that, he just, no, I'm I'm a military-trained, you know, guy. And, you know, it, it wasn't campy in any way. Um, it was good. And then two came out, and it was just, they realized what worked in one as far as action. They said, all right, it's got to be, we get Rambo in some kind of situation where it's against all odds and he uses all kinds of hiding tactics to sneak up on people and kill them and then Dude, proves two. that he's tougher than the normal human being. Two was great. And and so so they really took what they really took what stood out that wasn't storyline in one and amplified it in two, in in my opinion, and just gave it yeah. just a you know, not a horrible storyline, but you know, they really focused more on the action than than the story. Which you should. Yeah. And then, you know, when three came out, I felt like they just kind of did the same thing they did in two. You know, it, yeah. you know, it was just an extension of two. Um, and then that last one came out and I was like, okay, they decided, you know, to change it up. We've got to, we got to amp up the carnage. And they did. <laughs> and they did. And, and, so and, and almost, it, it became only about carnage. I almost, I almost feel like Last Blood, someone went, yeah, four was good, but it was so unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. So Stallone went, okay. <laughs> so let me, let's get somewhere between one and two. Let me show you what a ball of barbed wire hitting someone's head makes them look like. Yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. It's just, but yeah. anyway, I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, if you like action movies, I bet you're going to like it. Is it going to be the last one? I don't know. He left yeah. it open-ended. Did he? Yeah. Okay. I wondered if we were saying goodbye to Rambo. Like, not with death, but just with, is this time when he walks away to the music, does it look like he's really gone? Yeah, it, it, it could go. Is he really going to live day by day? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he does talk about bombing. People just won't let him, man. They won't leave him alone. <laughs> won't let he's him. Got a, he's got a heart of, he's, he's got a black heart. <laughs> They're like, well, you changed. I'll just bottle it up and keep it pinned inside. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what he's he's basically talking about. Some dude has a black heart. He's a terrible person. And they're yeah. like, well, you ch- he can change. And he's like, he can't change. And they're like, yeah. you did. He goes, I didn't change. I just keep it bottled up inside. I keep a lid on it. And you're like, yeah, Rambo's going to hurt somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo deep down's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's. No, he's a good guy, but man, he's. He's got his demons. Hey, those sheriffs messed the guy him up. Got harassed by a cop, and he blew up their town and killed their deputies. That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> it was like, in self defense. Wait, he didn't actually kill their deputies. He just wounded the majority of them. Yeah. Galt's the only one that died, and he claimed that he didn't kill him on purpose. Well, you know? didn't one, one fell off a cliff on accident, right? Didn't that guy die? Well, well that's he, what he that's throws what a rock. It he all. throws a rock at the at uh, helicopter, helicopter, and yeah. and the the guy falls out of the helicopter. So he yeah. didn't. He didn't, you know, technically mean to kill him. He's just trying to get him to leave him alone mm. and quit shooting at him. And that's, but that's but what started the, it. But then the sheriff declares war on him after yeah. that because that was his friend, and this guy can't do that yeah. in his town, and yeah. pride and ego and everything else. And, and then the guy yeah. from uh, so borderline shooting someone's dog and stealing their car like John Wick. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's I mean, just some, some little. You know, did you know that the guy from CSI Miami was in that one? That Caruso guy? Yeah, David Caruso. Yeah, it's one of his first movies. Yeah, he's Mitch in the first one. Oh, in Rambo? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think he gets yeah. his leg jacked up, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. And they, they hate him because the whole time he's talking, he's kind of not technically on Rambo's side, but he just keeps telling them, like, these Green Berets, you know, they're real tough. And then he says something about... Uh, they eat things that can make a billy goat puke. Yeah, and he said, uh, he's the one that, you know, kept saying, you know, well, Galt was pretty hard on him, and then, dude... Tiesel slaps his hat off. He says, look at him. That's our golf boy. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go watch those original ones again. Oh, good. I bet the second I've, one's still the best, I think. I bet yeah, I've seen the I'd second one uh, more times, but only because I had to play catch up with the first one because when we got our first VCR, the Tucker home, my dad bought a VCR and Rambo First Blood Part 2, and that's the only movie we owned 
for a long time. (laughs) And video rental stores were, you know, kind of a, they were around, but... You know, it was like, ah, do we really want to rent a movie? You know, we so just watch Rambo again. Yeah, so we would just watch Rambo all the time because you'd get the, all these late charges. And but I remember the first time we watched video at home, we actually went to Savage Land Video and we rented the VCR and the movie and brought it home and watched it. And then Dad eventually, we for Christmas or something, we got a VCR and uh, and Rambo Part Two. And then for Christmas, my brother got uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So growing up, the two movies I had to begin with were Raiders of the Lost Ark and Rambo First Blood Part Two, and just wore them out, watching yeah. them over and over and over, you know, bored because I lived out in the country, you know, weren't any kids around. So, and I watched those probably way too much, honestly. Yeah, we, we got the Nerf bow and arrows just because of that movie. Yeah. They yeah. did not have exploding tips, but, so they weren't nearly as but, cool. But then on USA, USA Network, they played Rambo Part 1, and I recorded it. And I still have my recorded version of that somewhere. And I bet I've had that since, like, the commercials. Because you only get, like, a piece of the commercial because I wouldn't pause it at the right time. Oh, by the, And they're old. Boy, the commercials the are way, old. By the way, I watched it in 40X. How oh, awesome was it? Bro. <laughs> Because you know, tell me your experience. Tell me, Carly watched it in 40x no, and didn't realize. I was, I was by myself. Okay, but <laughs> if you don't know what 40x is, it's essentially a Korean company that basically comes in and lays uh, a track over the movie where you're in a chair that moves and vibrates and sprays mist and smells and wind at you. Yeah. So it's supposed to increase the uh, the view and you'll put you in the in the movie. So. Yeah. If you're if you're on if for example if it's if a it's, step above smell of vision. Yeah, if you're if you're if you're in a drone and it's in the drone's coming down, your seat will lean forward to yeah. make you feel like you're going down the yeah. line. Anyway, during the the carnage, you know, the, the last part is where all everyone dies. It's water spraying you in the face like blood. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. <laughs> they put you instead of putting you in Rambo putting the scene in Rambo's perspective, uh-huh. like you killing everybody. It's it puts you, you in everything. <laughs> so he shoots some dude in the back with a shotgun, and you hear a in the middle of your back. And, oh. And then he shoots another dude in the face with yeah. a, with a and shotgun. And it blows you in the face? Well, it, it, no, it, uh, well, it blows you in the face, but then you have these like uh, bright lights, these strobe lights uh-huh. that flash. Oh, so like see, I didn't shot- get strobe lights. Yeah, so it's like a shotgun blast. So, like, you don't see anything <laughs> first. So <laughs> it's ridiculous. See, I, I watched Spider-Man Far From Home, which he's swinging all over the place. So these chairs yeah. were just all over the place. And then one of the uh, bad guys he fights uses water. So, I mean, we were just getting hosed. Yeah. And then, of course, wind blast and, yeah. and everything else. But I didn't get strobe lights. Well, so, strobe so light. see, the experience changes yeah. depending on the But film. I just thought it was interesting. like the Because the, what they do is you, is you pay. Like so, they make Rambo the movie, and then they send it off. Yeah, and then they pay for the and they create an experience. The 40x track to be loaded over the top. So I thought it was interesting that whoever was directing the 40x is like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah we're gonna show everyone what it's like to be killed by Rambo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not kill like Rambo. Yeah. Little empathy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, every time you hit that shotgun, you're like, you know, you walk out there like Rambo's mean. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I'm like, dude. Dude, Rambo's mean. He's a little excessive. <laughs> Tone it down. I'm about to throw up. <laughs> anyway. Oh, so. no, 40X. Uh, if if you enjoy ridiculous things, it's, I yeah, mean. Yeah, it's not, it's not a, it's it's really not a sit back and just enjoy the movie. No, man, you need to be someone who, who enjoys a little bit of ridiculous with your yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. So it was fun. <laughs> But yeah, dude, every time every time you just see someone's head explode, you get a little bit of mist on your face. Oh you're man. Like, okay. <laughs> Got a little brain matter. Yeah. Got the Oh man. So it was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. We went and watched it. Um we had seen the first uh the first one they made a couple years ago of the remakes yeah. and it was from you know the old uh the old TV one, it it just went back and forth. Uh it went from them being adults and kids throughout um it wasn't like a it's stephen king half and too, half. Isn't it? oh yeah yeah stephen king wrote the book it yeah yeah and they they adapted it for a television series like they do a lot of his stuff yeah. and this was in 1990 and um anyways you know so it goes back and forth from these kids to these adults you know 
Well, the way they did it for um, these newer versions is the first one was just the kids when they were young. Right. And then uh, the second one is when they're adults coming back to town um, to fight the clown because apparently they didn't kill it the first that time. That came out recently, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just went and watched it this weekend. No. Oh, so the first. So you're talking about the first remake was the kids. The first remake was the kids. So, so the, then, the remake is it one and two. Yeah, so the remake, but the remake came out like three years ago. Two or three years ago. <laughs> what was that? Corey, Corey dropped his phone. Oh, dropped my phone a little bit. <laughs> but they, yeah, that was like two or we're three professionals. years. We're yeah. professionals. Yeah, we're good. But, that was two or three years ago, the remake. The oh, yeah, first like, yeah, 2017, 2018. Yeah, 2017, yeah. Okay. I think. And, um, and anyways, so... Uh, but it was a movie long before that, wasn't it? Like that's what I'm 80s? saying. In, in 1990, there was a television series or something, or maybe it was a movie. I think it came on a made-for-TV series, though. Okay. But anyways, uh, yeah, it was it. It was it had like because I thought it was a movie. So it had you like said John, television series. I well, I think it was a made for TV movie. It was a made for TV movie because okay. they did the they did the stand in the same way. It was like a fourteen part miniseries because it's, it's long. Like yeah. It's super long. So okay. you know they weren't back then. They didn't make movies over an hour and a half hardly. Yeah, Rambo, Rambo is short. By the way, it's about ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. I heard it was like an eighty five yeah. minute movie yeah, or something like that. I'm like, wait, what? We're done? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, That's you quick. Just, you just mow through a bunch of cartel people, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But that's, you can do that when you don't have a story. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. <laughs> Whatever story's just too deep for you to understand. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, so this one was the adults going back to Derry um, to fight the clown because they thought they killed it when they were kids, but it came back, and so they're they're trying to fight it again. Well, where the old 1990s uh, version, it uh the way it ended, you know, uh, I guess some people liked it, some people didn't. In fact. Probably the biggest criticism was just like the monster in the end was just a little bit weird, um, which I, I agreed with. Uh, so with this one, you know, they um, they added a little bit more from the book. They held to the book a little bit more probably. I haven't read the book, but I've heard they've held to the book a little bit more. Uh-huh. But the biggest thing is they didn't make a lot of changes. For the most part, It you could lay it side by side and a lot of it would, you know, follow. Um, but they did add a few things uh, here and there. And it was pretty good, but here's where I'm going to complain. And I don't know if I'm an army of one on this or not, but like I think CGI is super cool. I think it's super awesome. I think people rely on it 100% when they should rely on it 60 or 80%. It should be a tool in the box, not not your special effects. Isn't that the, isn't that the complaint against uh, the remade Star Wars? Um, no, I think the remake Star Wars complaint is that the story is trash. Yeah, that they suck. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the original, the original three. Uh, oh, you're talking about one, two, and three where you where it's like, where, that, Lucas, where it's a little kid. Where Lucas went in and re, and added more well, CGI. Okay, so, um, if you're talking about where he came in and added CGI to four, five, and six, yes. um, really the only thing he screw up, screwed up by adding CGI was uh, he extended the musical scene in Return of the Jedi, which was who, dumb. Okay, who was I listening to? But episodes one, two, and three, they were basically just cartoons. I mean... Yeah. So... Dude, who was and, I and, But the biggest problem with them, again, was the story was just... There was a whole lot in there that just wasn't... It, it wasn't relative to what was going on. I mean, you could... You could edit out the majority of those three movies and still get everything you need to know to finish the story yeah. about Darth Vader... And, oh, and you're talking about the else. first two. First yeah, two. yeah. No, and, this was. This but was, I don't. I don't want to get into. I don't want to get into Star Wars because I'll go on and on. But I'm just saying the CGI. All I'm saying is I forgot who it was, but they went and bought a specific version of Star Wars from Japan. Yeah. That didn't have the the added CGI. Lucas did later on. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, so now you can't hardly buy Star Wars, the original. You know, yeah. four, five, and six films. Without the stuff he's added, which right. and it depends on which version you have, you know. I bought the uh, the special edition that came out in the '90s, and you know he added some things because he said, you know, special effects have come a long way, and there were some things we just couldn't do, and he said, so I fixed it. So he he added Cloud City, and he Got did everything it. else. That's, that's my point. Is yeah. this guy was more about but, the nostalgia of the but bad. The the thing that he did that was terrible later on was if you go buy episodes four, five, and six on like Blu-ray or DVD or something like that. When it gets to the end of Return of the Jedi, and you know Darth Vader and oh, Obi Wan yeah. and Yoda are are Force Ghost, it's that clown freaking Hayden Christensen yeah, over there him in waving, like an idiot. Yeah, and 
and it's just it's just dumb and pointless. Oh. I mean, it's so dumb and pointless because it's why like a, why does he all of a sudden, you know, look young, you know, instead of like the aged Darth Vader, yeah. you know, like they did in the original, which you know, I don't anyway, want to go I don't want to go down that CGI, rabbit hole. CGI 60%. It C- and complaint. what I'm getting at is CGI works for a lot of stuff. I mean, it, and there's some stuff that can only be done because of CGI. Like Armageddon. But there are some things that are creepier using real special effects, like tangible things. The actors are reacting to things that are happening with, whether it's through, you know, mechanical puppets or, you know, all the different things they use or, or whatever. Rob Zombie. There you go. That's who, but that's who was saying it. And, he, and, and that's what brought up the topic because it was about the... Uh, no, no Starafu, uh, the vampire Nosferatu, Nosferatu, yeah, and Frankenstein, yeah. Like he he said the original, when like you literally had they had to glue legitimate, like uh, battery connectors to the guy's neck to yeah. make the costume. Those are are better than the CGI versions of those. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and see, and, and that's where I I agree. I think some stuff, like I said, without CGI, you couldn't make it at all you couldn't do it you know but other stuff they use cgi when they don't have to so they use cgi on the um the clown no well yeah a ton on the clown and, and it worked in a lot of the areas uh there's one scene in particular where it stood out that i was like you know this would have been creepier and better with uh sam raimi evil dead style um effects right uh and it was whenever they come back to Derry. if you remember the uh the old one if you haven't seen that this isn't, I'm not spoiling it because it's the same as the book. It's the same as the old movie. They go to this, uh, they go to this Oriental restaurant and they're all meeting there and they go to open their fortune cookies and all of a sudden the clowns screw them. Because what happens is when they get older, they forget. Like for some reason, they forget everything that happened to them. Well, when they come back to Derry, the memories start coming back, but they still haven't 100% put it together. They're just remembering each other. But then the clown screws with them, and they open their fortune cookies, and there's a message in there, and they're trying to put it together. And then all of a sudden, the fortune cookies and everything start um, turning into weird stuff. Like one turns into like a bat-like creature. One turns into an eyeball, you know, and one turns into like this bug-looking spider thing. And they're crawling all over the table looking creepy, and, you know, blood starts to pour out, you know, of the, of the fortune cookies on the table. And they're all backing off and freaking out because... You know, they still don't 100% remember, but they're starting to. And it's a great scene. It's a great scene that could have been done really, really well and really gotten you into the moment, into the movie. And they used CGI, and it was terrible. It just, it looks silly. The actors look like they didn't know how to react to it because they weren't looking Dude, at anything. They, okay, that's what Rob's And you know what I mean? Like, the actors know that they're supposed to be looking at the table freaking out, but it's different if they're actually okay, putting know. something on the table and, and they're looking at it and yeah, reacting Rob, to Rob it. Yeah, Rob Zombie said the exact same thing. Like about, flicking it away, you know? Like, that was, I remember him flicking it away in the old yeah, one. Yeah, he said the same exact thing about uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Because he's talking about Elijah Wood and those kids where he was talking to them because they were in, in one of his horror movies. Yeah. One of the actors was in from Lord of the Rings was in one of his horror movies. And he said, you know, he's asking him about it. And he said the direction was, hey, look over there, you know, at that spot and react to it. And they're like, okay, what is it? Well, we don't know yet. He's like, okay, well, you know, so they're reacting. So I made it look it off because he's like, dude, that could be your mom or that could be a, a – <laughs> That could be a missile coming in. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. if you don't know what it is, then how and, are we And there's something to react? about that natural reaction when you see something where you're not just seeing fear, but there's also that look of trying to figure out, what the heck is Dude, this? you know well, what you do? You, you know, put a legitimate eyeball in there. Yeah. And a legitimate spider. Well, and the way and they... Uh, bat and watch them. Yeah, <laughs> if you watch uh, the way they made, like, the old Jurassic Park, you know, one, they made huge animatronics. So, yeah. like, it's, uh, right. you know, uh, it's an honest reaction. But even in the newer ones, which are terrible, the oh, reactions yeah. are still okay because they dress people up like raptors so that you actually have a physical interaction, yeah. and then they replace it with CG. Yeah, that's, that's what they But say. the original Jurassic Park, you look at the way people react to dinosaurs, like you think that they're fighting actual dinosaurs because they yeah. did such a good job with those animatronics. And, just and, and that's the thing is animatronics have done great for years. I still go back and watch Jaws and get the same reaction I got when yeah. I was a kid. Well, I mean, yeah, it's a big, clunky shark, but that's what a a shark is well, what was Jurassic know? Park 94 95 yeah it's still good and it's still the best Jurassic Park I think it's even the best Jurassic Park when it comes to special effects yeah. those things are those things are great and if they do it right I mean 
it, it looks good. And that's why I get mad when people rely on special effects 100% when I'm like, guys, you got to learn how to use all the tools in your toolbox and put them together. Yeah. Well, yeah. CGI is great when you need to do something that just isn't feasible to do without it. You know, if you if you're trying to put a dragon in a movie and you don't have the budget to build one, then yeah, a CGI one well, might like, make more like sense. Like Mad Max? Yeah. The new one? They literally blew up everything. Oh, dude, yeah. Yeah. Like, that was legitimate like, they, they made a thing. big deal out of the practical effects. Like, they replaced, like, scenery in some parts, but, I mean, yeah. they literally, like, flipped a semi. Yeah. yeah. Blew it up and yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah so. uh, dude, one of the worst CGI scenes I think I've seen in a while was actually in Endgame, which I, I liked Endgame. Yeah. Uh, the last fight kind of took me out of it because it reminded me of, like, the last fight from Lord of the Rings where it's real cheesy and fake. And, yeah. But uh, there's one scene in particular, and uh, I think somebody even did an article, like one of those quick little articles on Facebook, where it's like, did you know that one actress wasn't even on set, and they filmed her part for the... And it was uh, Scarlet Witch. You know the part where they're all fighting, and then out of nowhere, it's just like, it's like a rough cut straight to her face close up, and then it backs out, and she picks up all these rocks and stuff. But it looks like she's a million miles away from the fight. Like, the lighting's off. It's just horrible. Yeah. And they just, like, CG, like, painted her back into the scene, and it was just the worst thing ever. Yeah, and, you know... Don't get me wrong. I love the Marvel movies. I don't think they're going to age as well as everybody thinks they're going to. Some of them might do better than others. But like the first Avengers movie um, and the Captain America movies and stuff like that, the fight scenes, nobody knows what's going on. I don't care what you think you saw, but it's just a bunch of flashing and quick camera movements and then some CGI stuff. And really all you saw was a bunch of chaos. And your mind just puts together, oh, it's a fight. And Captain America's doing something special and fantastic. Right. Like, no, it'd been better if they had got a stunt guy in there doing something that looks super. Well, that's like John Wick, man. Like, dude gets hit with 100 knives. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but those are real fights. But, but the thing is, is you want to make it look realistic. And the only way you can make it look realistic is if you it. give someone's eyes a chance to process it and try to figure out what in the magic am I seeing right here. Right. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, and I know I'm showing my age, and I don't care. The Superman movie that came out with Christopher Reeves, the first one, uh -huh. the big thing that they told people in the in the whole, you know, putting it out there and advertising it was, you will believe a man can fly. And that's what they focused on in that movie was, what's the best thing about Superman? Everybody wishes they could fly. We're going to make people believe that a man can fly. And they used, you know what effects they had at the time to make it work. And considering the time frame it was in and the budget they had and all that stuff, even when you go back and look, it's like, it's kind of cool how they did it. You uh, know, I, I mean, I thought Space Jam was the first one. <laughs> I believe I can <laughs> yeah. fly. Did you know that Patrick uh, Swayze actually jumped out of an airplane? For a point break. For point break. Yeah. Did you hear about how that happened? Uh-uh. So they were told for like liability reasons, like he couldn't do it. So he grabbed a bunch of the stuntmen and stole a camera and they went and did it on a day off. And, oh, and wow. the footage was so good, they ended up using it. Yeah, point blank. Yeah, point, point, point break. break. Point but break you can out. see the difference uh, between like him jumping and then Keanu Reeves scenes because yeah. it's like up close and obviously <laughs> it's like a blow dryer in his face and he's like, Wah. yeah. And, and that's what we need to see in movies, man. We oh, want to see like, that awesome that's stuff. That's like Tom Cruise. Yeah. Tom Cruise in the latest, latest yeah. mission uh, was the... Oh, all where the he shattered his ankle. Yeah. yeah. yeah jumping you, from building jumped to building. That, you know, and that's the thing. He jumped that, and you're like, oh, because you saw... I mean, you saw his ankle break. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, but you saw it on Twitter, and you're like, see it dangling. I just remember... Yeah. Well, he got up and actually ran on it and I, then stopped I, after I a while. I remember watching that, that, that kind of last scene, because he just... He runs and jumps and climbs forever, and I just keep looking at Brittany like, I'm waiting on the gut check when he pukes for a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> and then yeah, recovers, and then takes... <laughs> <laughs> Second wind. <laughs> Let's make this realistic. We all know what running yeah. like that yeah, does. Bro. You're gonna you're gonna up chuck, man, unless you're uh unless you're a marathon runner and, Dude, so and you're still gonna up chuck. What's your top five movie series? Top five movies? How, how many have to be in the series? More than two? Three? Two. Has at least I, I'd say Just for two. it to be but, a series. But you can't it has to be say three. the Marvel. You can't say Marvel. You'd have to say Captain America or Avengers or Iron Man or whatever. Yeah. Man. What do you think? I'll give you mine. Top five. Well, um, I bet some of ours are going to overlap, but not all, all right. of them. I think uh, I think Rocky is definitely Number in there two. for me. Number two. Um, and obviously, like I said, Indiana Jones because I grew up on it. And uh, no, the original three are phenomenal. And then and then Rambo was one of those for Number me. Number three. And uh, then obviously for me, Star Wars 
Okay. And uh, after that, you know, it's kind of tough. Uh, possibly Lord of the Rings, but then I keep going back to how many times I've watched. Not so much that I love every film in the series, but um, I loved Lonesome Dove enough that I watched all the other movies they made about the Larry McMurtry books. Right. And uh, even though I don't just love them, I just love that uh, that world he created of you know yeah. Gus and Call and all them. But uh, probably Lord of the Rings, honestly. Though I, I do go back and watch them Corey. over and over. Man, it's hard to say because I don't think any I don't think any movie series has successfully made like three good movies back to back. Indiana, sir. Indiana Jones is probably the closest. Have you seen the third John Wick? Now I was going to say John Wick has been pretty pretty consistent, but yeah. even the third John Wick had some stupid scenes that just kind of took me out of that whole world of him being. The man cool. slapped the horse and I, kicked the yes, dude into the, a wall. Yes, that's the scene I'm talking about. That is it's a stupid. great scene. Like, listen, I can I can believe that you can fight ninjas with swords on motorcycles, but whenever you slap a horse on, on time to kick somebody in the face who's trying to shoot you with a gun, it's stupid. Well, and, and a lot I, thought, of, I thought that scene was stupid. And I think we're all going to be affected by the fact that stuff we watched when we were young and we kept watching into adulthood is going to override stuff that might even be better yeah well i can tell you because rambo honestly as much as i love rambo there's a lot of better series out there than rambo but i grew up on that stuff yeah Yeah. oh then nostalgia definitely plays a part in it yeah Yeah. and i mean rambo rambo is good even the third one's kind of cheesy but it was okay yeah uh the fourth one i thought was phenomenal yeah, yeah, fourth one was great. Um, but again, I mean, dudes were just turning into liquid. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know what? Those are those were incredible action scenes. But it has man. it has yeah. one of the most iconic Cause it, scenes because it wasn't so like goofy of violence that it took you out of it. You no, actually no. believe that these dudes well, are just getting slaughtered. Well, when you see the size of that gun, you that's think it can yeah. do that to a person. When you shoot a dude with a fifty cal from twenty <laughs> feet away, he's yeah. gonna fly like that. Uh, no, twenty feet away, he shoots the guy in the cab in front of him. Well, the cab, I'll talk and about, it just goops all over the place. I'm it's so phenomenal. That, such an awesome uh, scene. talking about that mercenary sniper where he's in the oh, middle on, of the and road. And he shoots the dude on the... Well, he takes that guy's head off, and then he shoots the dude on the boat, too, and takes yeah. his head off. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's a good... I like Bat, the Batman, the Nolan The stuff. Nolan, yeah, very that's, good. That's and my see, top one. Those, man, those are. They're way up there. That's, Even, my, that's my top yeah, one. Three was weak, but it was still really good. Yeah. I love Rocky, Rambo, John Wick. You could almost then, say the original three Spider-Man, but Spider-Man then, 3 just blew it. And then, uh, I know. You know, my fifth one, man, I'm kind of I'm leaning towards Bill and Ted or Major League. You see, and there's a couple that, that I can't put in there because I didn't like the others. Major League, I loved. The other Major Leagues, I've never even really finished watching one what before. About, what about Fast and Furious? Two's hilarious. Fast and Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Brit- Brittany might put that in her top. Yeah. But uh, right, Top Gun done in officially a series until next summer. Yeah, it needs to be something that they made a lot of movies of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because um, some movies that they've made a lot of, but I only love the original. I, I keep going back to Jaws. Jaws might be one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, the third Jaws is horrible. I, but yeah, Jaws 2 and Jaws 3 and Jaws Revenge, I, they're not that big of a deal to me. Jaws 1, like I said, might be one of the greatest movies oh, of all time. terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's just absolutely perfect. And then them on that boat, uh, when, you know, when they start getting drunk and telling their stories, and then Quint goes into that long story. You talk yeah. about getting drawn when the guy's in, like, man. Dead eyes, black eyes. Yeah, <laughs> you get drawn in, man. Robert Shaw killed it. He was yeah. great. So, uh, so you know, but I don't love the series. I love Jaws. Um, you know, a series that's well, that's all I'm saying. A series that's, that's great that dude, we didn't bring up is Back to the Future. I'm not so sure. Oh, I didn't yeah. love all three of those. Yeah, even the, thir- the third one's great. The way uh, they go could, to the Wild could West. fall in top five. I, yeah, and, and see, I think Back to the Future. You can't sleep on it because it, it's great. We just. Uh, Maybe didn't watch it as much or or whatever. Oh, dude, you know what's funny is the, the third one is probably the one I watched the most growing up. You know, it, they really nailed it with that one. I liked yeah. it too. It was just it was it was hilarious. Yeah, honestly. yeah. No, and, and I think they stuck it with all those. I think they did a yeah, great no, job. That's, that's a well done movie. Yeah, you couldn't. But that's one you couldn't remake. Obviously, yeah. Michael J. Fox has his issues. Yeah. Um, but you know, Christopher Lloyd, man, that dude's. Yeah. He could play the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> he's, he's, he's up there. But no, yeah. the uh, And, you know, those are those movies that everybody quotes. I mean, you know, you, you yeah. probably don't realize how much you quote Back to the Future. I bet I say, let's make like a tree and get out of here once a week. Yeah. You know, the old Biff line. Yeah. Dude, Biff was great. Hello, dude. McFly. Dude, Biff Hello, was McFly. Hello, McFly. Man, I, think, I think Biff makes it. Oh, he yeah. He makes the movie. He's the ultimate goon, man. Take, take his part he's, out. That movie's He's the ultimate goon. Good. Hey, do you yeah. know how many gigawatts it takes? 
It's one point twenty one. One point twenty one. Yeah. Oh man! Which I well, I forgot what was the speed limit they had to go it was eighty something, eighty eight miles an hour, eighty eight miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it man, that's good. That's a good series. Don't don't sleep no, on it. You. That's a good one. I'm with you. That's um, a hard question to ask. I mean, like I could give you my top three. Or four. I could give you my top four easy, but that fifth spot's hard to fill. Yeah, yeah. even though they're not like a. Uh, like concurrent series where they have the same name, like Patriot Games and Clear and Present Danger, are both phenomenal films. You know, I'll I'll take a Jack Ryan story any day, especially if Harrison Ford's playing the role of Jack yeah. Ryan. Every um, Jack Ryan census sucked. You know, they they've just they, that, you, even, have you seen the not Amazon only have they not yeah, nailed, even the Amazon series not, sucked. Not man. even did they not even have they struggled nailing the the character. It's just the stories just aren't as good somehow. Well, you know, so the thing with like Harrison Ford is he, he kind of he. He only kind of played like he was goofy because, yeah. you know, he's supposed to be a Marine. Like, that's his background. And, like, it seems like in this newer ones, they make him be like this, like, data crunching nerd who gets tossed in these situations, which mm-hmm. is kind of true to a degree. But where he picks up, like, uh, in the movies, he's already kind of like a rough and tough guy who's been through some stuff. Yeah. And he gets thrown into these crappy situations that he's underprepared for, but he comes out on top because he's yeah. like a tough guy. Versus, yeah. like, they, they always make him out to be kind of a nerd until and, they did the shadow recruit thing with uh, Chris Pine, which was awful. Well, and here's here's the thing that I think they've struggled to, to nail is, you know, the whole, like, they him being, you know, the whole Boy Scout they call him. He is just uncompromisingly good. He's not going to do the wrong thing no matter what. He's going to do the right thing. Yeah. Even if it means going against the president of the United States of America. This might be controversial, but even some of all fears was pretty good with Ben Affleck. I think he did all right. I don't remember that one enough. I watched That's the it. one where the nuclear bomb actually goes off in the United yeah. States and it kills Morgan Freeman. Yeah, it kills Morgan Freeman. And yeah. And I'd have to go back and watch it. I may like it. And, you know, I don't remember hating the Chris Pine one. I just thought it was just an okay movie. It was a, they made it into an action flick yeah, and less and, of like a uh, political thriller type. Dude, do you watch And, and, and I, didn't, I didn't hate the, the John Krasinski one. I just thought it was an okay series. Do you watch those movies? But thinking, when I watch Harrison Ford play Jack Ryan, what I'm getting at is, there's this something about his it's almost like how Superman is just untouchable when it comes to his yeah. morals. That's how they did Jack Ryan. And I was like, man, that's just it's just cool because, you know, they did it so well that you truly believe that he is this guy. Well, but that's what with I'm these others, I feel like, well, they make him a good guy that who's gonna do the right thing, but at the same time they just you know, you seem compromising. Yeah, he seems like he's compromising. There. Well, and they make and John a, Krasinski seem like he doesn't want to do like anything violent. Yeah. And Harrison Ford was like, oh, there's a gun. Here's my chance. I'll grab it and shoot this dude. Yeah, I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. But do you think like because these guys, because you kind of assign Harrison Ford with that role. He just that, did such a good that job. That everyone else. It's kind of like Batman. Christopher, uh, Christian Bell did such a good job. Yeah. It's going to be hard for the dude following him up. All I know is when I see... I got a special place in my heart for the Tim Burton ones just because of Tim Burton's vision and what he did with it and the right, fact that Michael Keaton actually did a pretty good yeah, job. Keaton did uh, a great Keaton job. Was awesome. But Christian Bale did a better job. Yeah. And, yeah. and took it over. Point being, every and time... Danny I, DeVito is the penguin. Every yeah. time I see Christopher Pine in a movie, yeah. I think, why is Captain Kirk doing that? Yeah. yeah. He's you know a good Captain I mean? Kirk. That's what I'm saying. Until yeah. the, I thought the third one he was He plays cheesy. Captain Kirk so well that it's like... that's Dude, yeah. when he's in... What's that movie where he gets kidnapped? He's like the rich dude's son, like Bad Bosses 2 or something like that. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. And you're like, horrible, horrible bosses. Yeah. You're like, dude, what's Captain Kirk doing? In it? You know, it just it, well, it throws you off. I liked him in uh, the Pr- Wonder Woman Princess movie. Diaries. You liked him in the Princess Diaries? <laughs> yeah. No, I liked him in the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. He was good in it. I like that he blew up in that movie. Yeah, but he's, <laughs> he's only in it for like five minutes. Yeah. No, he's in it for most of the movie. Yeah. He was in there long enough to show his butt, and then he blew up. He blew up. Anyway. <laughs> little piney hiney. Anyway, yeah, they. I mean, actors getting typecasted, man. Like, yeah. I mean, that's a. It's well, I mean, a Harrison thing. Ford. As much as I love him, it's not like he was this rangy actor. No, just, just Harrison Ford is cool I as think can the, be. The so only time he makes the, for a good. I think character. the only time he, he kind of went out on a limb was when he played Han Solo. Kind of like <laughs> that, like free willed, like, hey, look at me, yeah. guy. Like the, he was like the Fonz in outer space. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that might be the best description but, I've ever heard of. It. But ever since then, he's to me he's always been like the president on Air Force One. He's always been that same character. No, really, really. I mean, you could Air Force One could be a Jack Ryan movie, and no one would be. Oh, yeah. oh, it's not. You know, I mean, it. The Fugitive could be a Jack Ryan movie. Yeah. You know. Oh, dude, I forgot about the Fugitive. The yeah. Fugitive, and what was the other one? Uh, U.S. Marshals. Yeah. Yeah, we're both. It's the same character. In, 
They well, no, it's Tommy Lee Jones playing the same character. Yeah, U.S. Marshals was Tommy Lee Jones chasing Wesley Snipes around. Yeah, because yeah. he was a. Uh, you know, Wesley Snipes hadn't gone to jail for tax evasion. He was making fantastic hey. movies. Yeah, another one for number five, Blade. Yeah, they're not bad. They're coming out, they're coming out with new Blade. I, yeah, I have a guilty pleasure. I'll watch the yeah. Blade movies. Oh, gosh, they're Same so cheesy. Man. I, I don't oh, care. I, I don't care. What was the, uh, what what was the, the human Chris Christopherson, yeah. man? What was the, uh, the, the, the real popular techno song from the first one? It wasn't It wasn't Sandstorm, was it? It might have been Sandstorm. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Which is still probably played every Friday night on the radio still to this day. Oh, it's like wow. 25 years old at this point. <laughs> but yeah, man, Blade. I forgot. that That is one of those that uh, it's kind of a guilty pleasure. If it what, comes on, I'm watching What about it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Hey, I, I actually went to those. Now, yeah. the, the first two I liked. I didn't. The Turtles in Time one. I, yeah. I Where they lost. were ninjas. Yeah. 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 Samurais. Is that the song? Yeah, that's that's Sandstorm. Oh, well, that's a, that's a different part of it. I screwed it up. Yeah, that that is a pretty popular song, man. Oh, dude, I remember that's growing at every basketball game you will ever go. Yeah, well, to. they play it every Friday night on KJ on Open House Party. If they do, they still do Open House Party. I bet dude, you they I, do. I, I do you know. know the last time I listened to the radio was? <laughs> uh oh. Who's that? Is that me? Bet it's your wife. My mom's calling. Y'all want to answer it? Yeah, answer. Put her on. No, I'm not. Put her on. Martin Wade, you're not getting on the podcast. Uh, I don't care how uh, hard you try. uh, (laughs) First time listener, first time caller. (laughs) Hey, man. I'm telling you, you don't. My mom is super funny, and everybody would enjoy it but me. She'd probably tell you not to quit your day job. If, uh, if uh, if my mom comes on the podcast, y'all's mom's got to come on the podcast. We'll have a mom's um, episode. Hey, man. We did a wives on episode. Four. Which, by the way, man, we don't have to do it on air, but we need to start thinking about what we're going to do for number 100. Number 100. We have to do a stupid thing 100 times. That seems yeah. to be the status you quo. You know what would be great if our fans, maybe all six of them, if they would just get together and have a little brainstorming session. <laughs> Tell us, what should we do for our 100th episode? Yeah. I'm kind of thinking maybe the last 10. Before yeah. 100, so 90, we start bringing on old guests. Yeah. And just just letting them go. I think uh, Josh should take 100 shots of uh, pumpkin spice espressos. There we go. Dude. Just see I what would, he did. Gets all I bet jittery. your heart would explode before That's he got to 60. Because, <laughs> dude, I took I had a quadruple shot one time. I did. I, I was like. Ah, I bet I could eat 100 Oreos. Like, I started sweating. What's the most unhealthiest, like thing you've ever heard of someone doing you know like habit you know like you've heard of the guys that say like i drink six monsters a day or or something oh, like, like that. not not like for a bet but this is what this they is do. this is what they do for oh. life oh i've got a i've got one for you then oh that's like wade boggs drinking 21 beers every every uh <laughs> every road there's a tv show where somebody made a joke about it wade yeah. boggs. They, they try to do the they try to bake break boggs's record yeah. they had to get they had to drink like 101 beers or something like that oh, and hit a wow. home run and they couldn't do it yeah. and then you got the rocks cheat meals that someone tries to eat and it's yeah. it's ridiculous oh does he eat ridiculous no, like man. four plates of i used to i used to work stuff. with a guy uh that we, uh, well, I'll give his name away because of what we called it. We called it the Jones Happy Meal. Yeah. And the Jones Happy Meal was, uh, it was the biggest Red Bull. Like, and this is what he starts to shift with. The biggest Red Bull, a uh, beef jerky stick, the big one, a uh, king-size Reese's. Um, he would eat two gas station hot dogs. Dude, gas station, <laughs> gas station food is the best. And a, and a share size bag of chips. Oh wow! Yeah, so you're—I mean, easily what thirty-five hundred calories that's, probably in one meal. That's a junk food binge that someone yeah. would go on. I would vomit like and once. What's funny? What's once funny? Maybe twice in their life, and he did it every day. What's funny is we uh, we made a bet with my buddy Mally, who was he's—he's uh, uh, he's about the same size as me. He's a pretty fit dude, mm-hmm. but he—he uh, he was eating real healthy, and uh, he lost a bet that the Patriots would win the Super Super Bowl. That's when the Eagles beat him. And so he had to eat a Jones Happy Meal. And, dude, he was sick the oh, entire oh, night. I yeah. guarantee you, man. The entire night. It was pretty funny. That's, that. that's wild. Do you know anyone? I could eat it, but I would feel awful. Oh, yeah. And to this Jones guy, does he look like 10 years older than he is probably, doesn't he? Is no. He, or is no. he dealing with it pretty well? No. no. Some, people can, some people can pull it <laughs> off. <laughs> Got the Mickey Mantle gene. Yeah. He, 
<laughs> no, I mean, he looks like he eats that. Dude, uh, I, used to, <laughs> I, used to I give eat. him a hard time about it. Every time he sees me, he tells me I'm fat. So, uh, well, I used to eat which uh, two double stack quesadillas from on the border. Yeah. Which is about 7,200 calories yeah. on top of the chips and everything yeah. that you eat beforehand. Went back in a one, man, about puke myself. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just. When I was at my biggest, I was eating two of the quesadillas from Fuzzy's Tacos, which they're pretty large. Yeah. I remember we I ate them during the uh, – we all went there and ate during the playoffs whenever the you know Thunder didn't suck. Yeah. And uh, people were, like, amazed that at my size I could eat two of them. I'm yeah. like, I didn't, I didn't think they were that big. And I ate them – you know, I still eat military style where I just scarf it down as fast as I can. Yeah. And so uh, – yeah, kind of yeah. Blown away a well, bit. I mean, and, and you know, and I can't, I can't really pick on people too bad because I'm, I'm a lot healthier now. But there was a time in my life whenever uh, I was still in my wilder ways to where, um, you know, those tests they give you for your insurance at your company where they yeah. like they, they draw some blood and they test it. They had some things to say about Jeff Tucker, you know, <laughs> and and his habits and how they were treating him. So uh, I had to, I had to pull out of that, but. So my my two the two that I I can um, we're all gonna die early. Remember the, yeah. the best you know those right? And the guy the guy who eats Jones Happy Meals every day. Yeah, gonna live for a hundred. Yeah. Gonna be a hundred, yeah, and be fine. Have a strong ticker. Well, my buddy Mike, man, he's he's awesome, dude. And uh, he used to make fun of you know his horrible you know eating habits, but his routine was pretty much he'd wake up in the morning. And he'd stay up all night gaming for one thing, you know, yeah. so he was always dead when he got up in the mornings anyways. So he would just pull into the convenience store and, uh, or, or he'd go to McDonald's and he'd go to the convenience store. But anyways, he would, his car, I got into his car one time and opened the back and he just would chunk his trash in the back seat of his car. And, uh, anyways, I got in his car. I looked back there, dude. It was just a pile of McDonald's wrappers and Mountain Dew bottles. Yep. And just, I mean, just that. He's like, every morning, Mountain Dew and McDonald's. I was like, dude, you're going to die. Well, <laughs> you know, we used, to, we used to have gaming marathons every night. You yeah. Because I had a crappy, low-paying job, so I'd get on with my brother, and we'd just play Call of Duty. With, oh, dollar with burgers. A bunch of, and, yeah, with a bunch of our and friends. And Mountain Dew all night. Well, you, you, you know, when you're poor, you buy the liter, and you drink the liter, because, you know, you, you don't want to pay $1.29 for the individuals. Yeah. You can pay $1.29 and get the whole liter. Yeah. So you're, you're just sitting there drinking like a liter of Mountain Dew, because this is back before <laughs> energy drinks got super popular. All lamped up on Mountain Dew. Yeah, we're just chugging Mountain Dew, eating Pringles and whatever else you know oh, that's wow. cheap to buy and then at the end of the night when everybody else would get off he would come and pick me up and we'd go get like five bucks worth of taco bell yep and dude i would wake up and i would feel like i was rotting from the inside out because taco bell is just and the it's most crazy disgusting that, food that we get earth. in these habits too because you'll get to where you don't realize and you're like dude i've done this every week for a year dude you know so, you know i must have had an incredible metabolism in my <laughs> mid-20s because i got out of the army when i was 22 and i didn't yeah. go to the police academy until i was 27 yeah and i did not work out at all i played recreational sports but i did not work out at all in that five-year span yeah so i don't know how i how i survived well man and and, you know my top spot goes to some guys i worked with there was a guy i worked with um this is years ago but uh kind of same thing him and his uh him and his wife and their friends they would hang out super late you know all the time you know middle of the week whatever else uh they uh one of his friends i think maybe they either went to a tattoo parlor or they had a friend that worked there or whatever Anyways, um, a, a lot of it was, you know, they were all getting tattoos and they'd go up there together, you know, as they were getting their different ones. And then, you know, they had all these different things that were going on, but they were staying up super late every night. So we'd get up real early to work. And man, it would never fail. We would start driving down the road and he would pull into a gas station. And he always talked about how he was working out and trying to get in shape. First thing he'd do is go into a gas station and eat gas station burritos every day, five days a week. Gas station burrito, gas station burrito. <laughs> the only time I ever saw him change it up, this is no lie. For breakfast one morning, he ate a hot wing hot dog. A hot wing flavored buffalo style hot dog. Ew. It was the grossest color orange I've ever seen in my entire life. And this dude just eats it. And I almost got sick for him. But the top goes to a guy I work with who, uh, this is no lie, every day, multiple packs of cigarettes, only drinks Pepsi, no water, no tea, no coffee, nothing else. The only liquid that touches his lips is Pepsi. And then he used to eat only beef jerky. He would never eat lunch. He told me that he's had to get a little healthier, so he cut the beef jerky out. But the cigarettes and Pepsis <laughs> are still going cigarettes on. And, and I, I kind of told him, I was like, dang. I was like, well, I was like, whatever, man. Whatever works for you. You know, but, call him Scooter. But secretly, I'm thinking like, man, I feel like you should drink some water <laughs> and maybe cut out the smokes because, you know, they're bad. But 
I don't like preaching to people about their health, man. A lot of times they know already. They, they've yeah. made this decision. Was this dude's name Scooter? No. Do you know a guy? <laughs> dude, that dude ain't nothing. He, dude, he, he would smoke. I'm, I'm not joking you, man. I watched him smoke a cigarette. He yeah. light a cigarette, right? Lit a cigarette, put it in the ashtray. He would never ash it. Yeah. Right? So that thing had an ash on it like this long. Yeah. I remember sitting him setting it down there and lighting another one just out of pure habit. Yeah. Lighting another one, smoking that, and then coming around smoking the other one while he was holding another one in his hand <laughs> and then put it back in the ashtray. Dude, Nate ate nothing but Hooter wings. Yeah. And dude just drunk like a fish. Yeah. I mean, just. Isn't it crazy? You know, he's just like, and they'll outlive us all. <laughs> they outlive us all. Yeah. Yeah, man. Dude, we had a guy. We had a guy who could climb the rope with one hand and smoke with the other. Named Sergeant Hayes. <laughs> the dude, he would just sit there and smoke. He'd wrap his legs around. He's like that dude pull. on Caddyshack. <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't. And he wasn't huge either. He wasn't a big dude. He like he was uh, super skinny. But I mean, he would just go out there and then he would just like jokingly like let go with like both his legs and just hang yeah. there and look at everybody and just like <laughs> keep smoking then he'd put it back in and just keep climbing up with one hand or he would oh. grab both ropes and like monkey crawl yeah. up it like it was crazy <laughs> like his upper body strength was just insane yeah. <laughs> those making... are the guys that are gonna outlive us all i know yeah. i know but you know it's we've all got bad you know i started off talking about how i like to eat butter on the counter because i can't wait to get home and spread it on something yeah. and eat it so yeah, you know true. your warm we, counter butter but Anyways, moderation. Just do moderation. Anyway, that's it. Episode 89 is in the can. Fall starts tomorrow. Don't wear white until spring, March 19th, March 1st. We're out.